Again, that's now the Living Word Ministries in O W N dot O dot W dot. That's no one without. No one without the Living Word. No one without shelter. No one without home. No one without love. No one without guidance. No one without strength as fortified and given to be shared by the Holy Spirit and the through the anointing from Jesus Christ. Um. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking your time to hear the words that God is speaking to us here at Now the Living Word Ministries. Um, uh, I just want to take the time out also to say God bless you. God bless your ministry. God bless your life. God bless your existence. God bless the things that you put your hands to that are according to the will that God has set forth in your life. I want to... Um, um, we're, right now we're in a series um, 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 that the Lord has led me to and uh, outside of the kingdom mandate um, that is called it's faith. It's based about building your faith because how many of you out there know that faith is the concrete, the foundation. It, it is the, the mixed cement that forms the foundation on which our whole belief is based on your whole walk with God is based on your whole understanding of God is based on faith. And so because of your whole understanding being based on faith, we understand that God usually 
in most senses of the word that you can't, there were things that simply will not, God will not be allowed to, God will not allow himself or be allowed to operate in your life based on your faith. And so I've been charged by God at this walk in my ministry and I mean the ministry that he has called out for my life and this walk in your life. At this point, if you're listening to this, you blessed person of God, blessed woman of God, man of God, child of God, son of God, daughter of God. Uh, I've been charged to bring you this gospel and to make sure that you understand the fullness thereof. Uh, I must say that this is a beautiful thing for me because uh, the Lord has counted me worthy. And when I say counted me worthy, I mean counted me worthy in the greatest sense of worthy. Um, and, and, and he's doing the same for you even as we speak. Amen. Um, God has been so um, amazing in his um, in his ability to deal with who we are on a day to day basis. Uh, the things that we do, the darkest evil deeds that we cover up and, and, the, and the evil deeds that people know about. Um, God has been just to be very, very loving in that respect. Um, so without further ado, um, I want to present to you the subject matter of faith. Uh, yesterday we covered um, uh, faith from the angles of scripture based on, let me pull that up for you. Give me a second, everyone. Uh, I believe it was... Um, Ah, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse one and 11, verse six. And then we covered a couple of other scriptures that uh, had to deal with faith. You see, that's my charge here at um, the Living Word Ministry. That That is the name that the Lord gave me, Apostle Shepherd. Faith to shepherd the faith, to teach the faith, to lead the sheep in faith and also in every other element. But right now we need to get you grounded in the words from faith, because the faith is what is going to take you from level to level in this walk with God, in your walk with the ministry, in your walk in, in, in strength, in your walk in authority. It's going to increase your uh, uh, your level of intensity as you dig in to the word of God. And as you begin to watch God work in your life, watch, uh, 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 in the body of Christ, for those of us that are in the ministry, we call it a manifestation. And that simply means is that it materializes or it, the word becomes visual in your life. You begin to watch the word work in your life through situations and uh, um, um, situations in your life as God helps you to overcome each and everything you face as God helps you through the triumphs and the failures because you're going to have a few failures. And, and I don't want to say failures. I don't even really like using that word, but I'm going to say you're going to have a few trials. These trials may not always look the way you want them to look. And uh, we tend to call them failures, but I don't want to call them failures. Um, I, I prefer to call them building blocks. Uh, they're building blocks to help you build your faith from one level to another. Matter of fact, they're stepping stones. 
I don't know if any of you ever had to take the elevator instead of the stair. I mean, the stairs instead of the elevator. You know, and if it's a high-rise building, it can be tedious. But guess what? At the end result, you reach the destination you want to you that you have designated to reach from those stairs. And you'll find that um, even though it's a little tedious in getting to that area, whatever the end result or the goal that you have at the end of the level of those stairs that you wish to meet, you'll find that your legs have become strengthened, your ankles have become strengthened, your spine has become strengthened, your muscles have become strengthened. And then you are able to achieve even higher steps. If you need to go to the top of the Empire State Building, you must first learn how to get to the first five floors. Because it's going to be a task and a test if you have to go up the stairs. And that's what faith is about. It's about going from level to level and reaching the... And, 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 and actually, the top is, and the end result is, the promised land of heaven. And that's where the ultimate end. But while we're here in the earth, faith is going to take us through levels upon levels in which God will continually show his grace, his mercy, his power, his authority his provision, and his strength in the lives of yourself and myself as well. So I just want to say once again, thank you for tuning in. Um, we love you. Um, we love you because you're God's children. We love you because you're God's creation. We love you because God's love for us showed us that we need to love beyond ourselves love beyond who you are love you love you beyond your mistakes love you beyond what you've done in life that has no bearing on how much we love you here and now the living word ministries so we just want to let you know right now if nobody's told you that they love you today i love you i love you man of god i love you woman of god i love you child of god i love you as though you are my own because you are my own because you came from the father and so did I. So whatever there is, I, I want to take time out to also inform you that there is a, a, if you are on Spotify or Apple Music or Google Podcasts or Breaker or um, it's a, a few other, uh, I, I always, I forgot my list today. Um, but if by chance, you are there um, on any of these platforms. I want to let you know that um, there's a little box there. It should be a box there for comments that says message. We feel free to leave a message on anything you would like us to address. If you need prayer, if you need anything, and this is confidential, when you press the message thing, nobody can hear the message that you leave but me. No one can respond to the message that you hear but me, my wife, or my daughter here right now in the Living Word Ministries. Um, so I just want to take this time also before we get into this to give an honor to God who is our creator, our Lord, our savior, who is the alpha and the, who is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, who has sustained us even when we were lost and sustains us even now, though we're found. Um, I wanna also give an honor to my beautiful wife, uh, the rib, my spine, my my everything, my, uh, my beautiful companion in this walk of salvation. Um, um, apostolic prophetess evangelist Ilona Price Morris and my beautiful daughter the wonderful the wonderful um, youth pastor and evangelist prophetess uh, Niall 
Price, Millen, and Morris. Uh, we here at Now in the Living World Ministries as a ministry. We love you. We take care. We love from the heart. We don't We don't uh, just say it. We don't love from the mouth. We don't love from uh, the standpoint of hoping that we say something to make you feel good. If it makes you feel good, that's even a double blessing. But we mean it. We love you. And that's what we preach, teach, and live here at Now the Living Word Ministries. So without further ado, um, we're going to go into some music um, and then we're going to get into prayer and we are going to, um, and once again, I just want to let you know that I own all the rights to this. These are, this is music, uh, from now the living word ministries, uh, apostle shepherd, faith, God's son from off the album. I'm just a vessel. Uh, with that being said, I just want to let you know, you are an amazing person. You are a strong person. Don't believe what they said. You can do it. And you will do it with God by your side. Now, the Bible tells us that uh, with, with man, it it is impossible. Some things are impossible. A lot of things are impossible. With, but with God, all things are impossible. I mean, all things are possible. Um, let, me, let me do another recorrection. All things are possible. Um, so put your trust in God and not in man and watch him move in your life. I'll be right back after this message. God bless you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the living word ministries. That's now the living word ministries. No one without I am your host, Apostle Shepherd Faith Moore, since I have been called out, ordained, and set apart since before the very foundations of the earth to bring you the gospel, the whole gospel, and nothing but the gospel. So help me God. Um, so help me Jesus. Yeah, I know a lot of people right now, that's the movement we're doing right now. You know, a lot of people say, praise God, praise God. And that's right. Praise God. But right, uh, 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 I, I don't know about your Bible, but my Bible says that um, because of the sacrifice that Jesus had made, uh, that the word of God who became flesh had made uh, on the cross, that the father had exalted him above all. That means that he has placed him above all and gave him, wait for this, the name above every name. So Jesus Christ is the name above every name. Don't ever forget that. The name Jesus Christ, whether it be in Spanish, uh, uh, Hebrew, um, um, in Spanish, Jesus Christo, in Hebrew, uh, um, uh, Yahshua, Hamashiach, uh, uh, whether it be in Arabic, Yashe, uh, whether it be in uh, um, um, the different forms of the nation of Islam, which is Isa, it, it, it still carries the same, the same weight, no matter what language is translated in. There is power in his name, and that is the name above all names. So praise Jesus. That's what we praise Jesus Christ. Praise Jesus Christ, you know, because if you know, like I know, there are many false entities out there that claim to be a God. Um, and, and, and so, and they use the term God. 
some people you'll talk to and say, hey, you believe in God? They'd be like, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, man, you get into a conversation with them and you find out that they're not talking about Jesus Christ. They're not talking about Jehovah God or Yahweh. They're talking about Krishna or they're talking about Buddha or they're talking about uh, Kali or they're talking about um, so many various other whatever. They're talking about these different other things that have nothing to do with the one true living God. As a matter of fact, there's several instances in the Bible where those particular gods are actually put to the test in the Old Testament and they fail. <laughs> but that's a story. That's a that is a story for another message. Uh, without the without further ado, this is a time that we um, we're going to get into a word of prayer, a word of prayer uh, to solidify that God will be the one and the message of whom you hear that God will use me and I will not speak of my own. So Lord, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, there be anyone under the sound of my voice um, that has done any deeds of sin or evil that is unlike you. Lord, we ask that you forgive them in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that they've done knowingly and unknowingly, which is a sin of commission or omission, meaning that, Lord, <clears throat> meaning that there are certain sins that we don't see as sins that are sins to you, Lord, and certain sins that we see as sins and that are really of no issue to you. But Lord, we ask so that you forgive us for any and every one of those things so that they will not be a blockage or a hindrance or allow the enemy to be a blinding force against the word of God as delivered by your man of God through the spirit of God and not of the flesh. So right now we bind the flesh in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, for as your word says, for whatever we bind, you have given us the keys, those who have accepted the Lord, those who have made you the Lord over our life, you have given us the keys or the authority to heaven. And what we bind on earth is bound in heaven. So what we lock up, cast out, and cast away on earth is cast away, locked out, and bind up in heaven. And what we loose on earth is loose in heaven. So we bind up, tie up, and rebuke any enemy of deafness, dumbness, blindness, and muteness of understanding in the hearts and the minds and the souls of those who are under the sound of my voice so that they may receive the fullness. We cast them into dry places, into the bottomless pit until to be held until the day of judgment in which they will be cast into the lake of fire to burn eternally those things that are trying to block your word. Lord, we thank you, Lord, because we know that you always hear us, but we say this prayer with clarity so that those who are not of the fold can understand exactly what it means, Lord, so that they will not hinder themselves by a lack of understanding. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your hearing. We thank you for what you're about to do. We thank you for the revelation. We thank you for filling us up. We thank you for preparing the way. We thank you for opening the eyes of the ear, the eyes of the blind, the ears of the deaf, the mouths of the mute, and the hearts and the minds of those who have once been blinded by the God of this world. Who, And we thank you for restoration of the true spirit of God within those who are listening in spirit and in truth. These things we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. No one without. No one without the gospel. No one without the truth. No one without salvation. No one without the rivers of living water that lead to eternal salvation. I'm your host, Apostle Shepherd Faith, as I've been called out, ordained, and set apart to lead you into his marvelous life. With that being said, I'm glad that you tuned in. I can't help but thank you enough for being who you are, for being what you are, and just want to say thank you. We love you here at Now the Living Word Ministries. And when you get a chance, don't be selfish with it. Uh, uh, take the word and share it. You know, send it to as many friends as you can. Send a link, um, uh, send a Spotify link, send a Google Podcast link, send the Apple Music link, send the links to who as many people, 20 friends, 30 friends, 40 friends, share it. I don't care if you just send it with one friend. Remember, if, as, as the Bible tells us that he, if you give a prophet a cold cup of water, you shall not lose your reward. And he who rewards a prophet gets a prophet's reward. And what that means is when you sow into the man of God or the woman of God, when you help with the ministry financially or just by sharing the messages with someone who might be down and need to hear a word from the Lord, just like you did, then you are in fact doing the will of God and God will reward you openly for what you do privately. Amen. So without further ado, um, I just want to take this time <clears throat> to to get into this series that we're doing called A Word from Faith. And the words that we're doing here is to encourage and to lift you up because faith is the building block and the cornerstone of the very faith that we believe, of the very God that we follow. Um, and we we believe here at Now the Living Word Ministries that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Why do we believe that? Because that's what it said. If you go to Hebrews chapter 11, Verse six, he says, it, uh, without faith, it is impossible to please God because he, um, it is impossible to please God because he who comes to God must first come by faith. Excuse me, must first come by faith, but it also tells us must believe that he is. Must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And when we talked like we talked about in the last episode, that diligently means who faithfully seek to know him, to know him. And know him means to in intimate relationship. Um, the Bible, like when it says Adam knew Eve, you ever heard somebody say knew him in the biblical sense? When they said it, that means it's an intimate know. When Adam knew Eve, they they had children. When 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 Abraham knew Sarah, uh, and they had a son, Isaac. And when some of us knew uh, our woman uh, in our lives, hopefully our wives, you know, and God blessed us, we had children. So the intimacy that we come with God produces something. So when you know God, you can't know God deeply without something being born out of it and something being born like a ministry, something being born like a greater faith, something being born like a word, something being born like a greater wisdom, something being born like like a healing power, power you know, whatever it is that the Lord has called and ordained for your life. Um, so 
without further ado, I just wanted to, uh, I was going to touch on um, another portion of the gospel, but we're going to save that for another day. Right now, we're going to get into um, Matthew chapter 9. So at Matthew chapter 9, um, starting at verse 20, um, here we find a woman with an issue of blood. But we're going to cover two things today. We're going to cover the woman with the issue of blood, and then we're going to also move into the um, the one um, um, uh, the synagogue ruler, the ruler who um, whose daughter passed away. So moving forth now, starting at Matthew. Verses 9, 22, let's see. I do believe it's at 18. 18. Matthew chapter 9, uh, starting at uh, 18, because this is the source of it. So we're going to, it starts with the ruler, and then we find the, uh, the woman. <clears throat> so look. Starting at 18, Matthew 9, verse 18. Find it, I give you this way the second. So at Matthew 9, verse 18, um, Jesus has just gotten through talking, uh, giving them the parable of the wine and the wineskins. And then we find Jesus here saying, um, and it said while he was speaking these things, while he hadn't even finished his uh, behold, there came a certain ruler who bowed down and worshiped him, saying, My daughter is now dead. But come and lay your hands on her, and she will live. How many of you know that it takes faith for that? He says, watch this. And when Jesus arose and followed him, so did his disciples. And, be, <clears throat> and behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, watch this, within herself, that means she's thinking this. If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Whole means healed. Whole means complete. Whole means healthy. Whole means I won't be bleeding again. This woman had an issue of blood. This is a menstruation. It's what most people, most of uh, most theologians or most people who study the scriptures uh, have come to the understanding um, is that she was bleeding profusely in her area, uh, you know, like women bleed once a month, but she hadn't stopped bleeding for 12 years. Can you imagine 12 years of bleeding? Who could survive 12 years of continuous bleeding? That in itself lets you know that her faith that one day something one would come along or there would be something that could heal her. God does these things. These are amazing. So look, watch this. Let's keep going. But at, at 22, 9 verse, chapter, Matthew chapter 9, verse 22. But Jesus turned him about. Okay, oh, we're touching him in his garden. Now shall be helped. But Jesus turned around. And he saw her and he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole. So what he says is your faith has healed you. And from that moment, the woman was healed. 
You see, sometimes it takes that. It takes that. It takes that faith, that faith beyond what you're experiencing in your own body. It's not that it's not there. You can feel it. You can see it. You can feel it. But you have to look beyond it to a God that says you are healed. You are whole. You are healed. Amen. Amen. So let, let, now we're going to come back to that. You can't come. We're going to come back to that. Because, you know. There are some situations in life that our eyes, ears, and hands tell us can't be changed. That our faith must step in and take over and say, but God can, but Jesus can. Matter of fact, but God can and Jesus already did. The Holy Spirit shows me, show me Holy Spirit, the power of what you can do. You can do all things. And sometimes that's the faith it takes. It takes us to have that kind of faith outside of what we can see. Because if we go on what we can see, we simply won't believe. But now, now let's get back to this synagogue ruler. At 23, we find Matthew chapter 9 and 23, it says... And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making noise. Now, let's first stop there. When he says, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go to 24. And he says unto them, give place for the maid is not asleep. So let's give place if the girl is not asleep. I mean, is not dead, but sleep. And they laughed him to scorn. And when the people, and so when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand and arose, and she arose. And the fame in the land grew. Now watch this. I want to take you all to a whole different translation so that you can get the meat of this thing. The, the, the meat of this thing is far greater than we can understand. Um, watch this. Watch this. Um, I'm going to take you to the translation for translators, which is one of my newly favorite uh, um, uh, translations here. And I want to show you the power of what God is doing. Okay, so I'm, what we're going to do is going to go to it. I'm pulling it up right now as we speak, as you can tell in my, uh, what is in my stalling. <laughs> okay, so let's do it like this because it's, amen. Chapter let's see. Let's try it again. Boom. And verse twenty. All right. So let's put it up. All right. And here we go. So Watch this terminology. Watch this one right here about the woman with the blood, 2021. Then a woman who had been suffering constant vaginal bleeding for 12 years came near Jesus. She was saying to herself, I want Jesus to heal me without anyone finding out that I have this problem of bleeding. So if I touch him or even if I just touch his garment, I will be healed without anyone finding out about it. 
So he came behind him and she came behind him and touched the tassel. That's just a, that's a, uh, it hangs. It's a, a it, I, I can, I'll get into that later of his garment. She touched the hem of his garment. Then Jesus turned around to see who had touched him. And when he saw the woman, he said to her, be encouraged, dear woman, because you believe or had faith that I could heal you. I have healed you. The, and the woman was healed from that very moment. See the difference in the translation. See how you can get that deeper understanding. But let's move back to uh, let's move back to uh, Jairus's. Jairus's house. So then Jesus and some of his disciples came to Jairus Jairus's house. Jesus heard the flute players. Playing and watch this. This is this is what the difference. See, look. See the men, when you hear minstrels and you hear it, the, the, the girl is dead, and so they're playing music. They're playing the so long music. They are saluting. They, 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 they it's over to them. And knowing that he watch this, and he gathered. They gathered wailing loudly because that's what they did in that day. In that day, they 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 cried and moaned with the family. They all cried together, yelling and wailing. Look, knowing that he would cause her to live again, he said to them, he told them to go away and stop the funeral music, stop the wailing, because the girl is not dead. She's just sleeping. But the people laughed at him because they, in their eyes, they, they could see this. They knew she was dead, but Jesus told them to get out of the house. Then he went into the room where the girl was lying. He took hold of her hand and she became alive again and got up. And the people of the whole region heard about it and they rejoiced. I can't help but notice first and foremost that sometimes we give up when that's just the beginning. Sometimes we, we believe that it's over when we're really at the point of the biggest breakthrough. Watch this. First and foremost, watch how the Lord dealt with this. Look what he says. He says, look, he says, first of all, the Lord wants you to understand this. Watch this point. Watch this. All his family friends, and servants, etc., who thought they were doing a good deed by mourning with it, had already accepted her death. They were mourning and wailing and singing sad songs. In essence, watch this, pay close attention. They buried her before she was in the grave. They buried her before she was really dead. They, they buried her before she had really, truly been buried. Sometimes we give up before it's over. Sometimes we don't have the faith to see beyond what's in front of us. Sometimes we don't have the vision because you ever heard of a vision board? What is a vision board? A vision board is when what? When we, when we write goals up that we see for our future that are not in front of us. Some of us don't have the vision to have the faith beyond what we see in front of us. You know, I, I'm, I'm reminded of, 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 
um, watching T.D. Jakes and he says that he would preach in the shower. He said that he only had one suit, but he could see where he is now with a mega church with thousands of members with books written in authorship of his name uh, and, and, and giving and encouraging men worldwide in the word of God. He had the vision to see greater than his circumstance that was in front of him. But watch this. Sometimes we watch this. And so going back to the word, you see, Jesus, when Jesus arrived on the scene, he heard them playing the so long music. He knew right then and there he had to change the environment. He had to get them away. Those who had received in doubt of faith that the girl was gone, that Jairus' daughter was gone. But watch this. Sometimes we have to, but I want to point the attention to Jairus. Jairus believed something different. Jairus believed that there was something greater at hand. Jairus saw, or Jairus, a lot of people say Jairus, some people say Jairus, but Jairus saw something different. Jairus had been moved in a different way. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Pay attention to this. I need you to write this down. Sometimes we have to get away from our family, friends, and co-workers. Let me say that again. Sometimes we have to get away from our family, friends, co-workers, co-drug addicts, co-gang uh, uh, members. We have to get away from them. Why? Because their tidal waves, the tidal waves of their lack of faith has an undertow that will pull us under a ocean of hopelessness, helplessness, despair, and death. Let me say that again. Because sometimes the tidal waves of their lack of faith has an undertow that will pull you under an ocean of hopelessness, helplessness, despair, and death. Sometimes the very person people that we are surrounded by tend to have a lack of faith that is contagious. Oh, 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 oh holy ghost. Holy ghost. Sometimes the very people that we are around are a tidal wave of hopelessness, helplessness, despair, and death that is contagious. And if we are around it, we can catch it. We can catch that lack of faith. We, 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 can, we can catch that hopelessness. We can catch that helplessness. We can catch that despair. We can catch it because we're around it. So that means we're subject to it. But what did Jairus do? Jairus said, no, I'm not going to stand here with y'all. My daughter's not dead. I will refuse to. I'm going to go out and search for something greater. I'm going to reach out for a better answer. I feel in my spirit, I'm drawn to a better conclusion. And so Jairus left. He had to get away from the bad report. He had to get away from those who didn't believe what he believed. He had to get away from those who had accepted something he wasn't willing to accept. 
Jairus had to step out. And this sometimes moves us to what is called what uh, the Holy Spirit had moved for me. We call this desperate faith. It's desperate faith. It's a faith born from a desperation of a seeking of something greater than what you see and a, a, a willingness to not accept what's in front of your eyes, what's in what, what you can feel with your hands, what you can hear with your ears. I hear she's dead. I don't want to. I don't receive that. I see her body. I don't receive that. I have the faith to step outside of that. I have the faith to receive the report of something greater in my spirit. That this is not the finished result. This will not be the finished result. Desperate faith. A faith born from the adversity of desperation that I can't do it. My hands are tied. I am helpless in this situation. And then I step outside of me and my environment and I go out and I seek God. I seek someone who can. I seek something that can pull on something greater. I seek something that can come from somewhere stronger. I seek something that can show me that where I am now, I can be brought up because of what I feel in my spirit that says this is not it. It's of, it's desperate, but it's a faith born out of desperation. See, the Bible told Jesus told them all you needed was faith the size of a mustard seed. Sometimes the, the faith born from adversity through desperation is just that mustard seed. Watch this. Desperate faith. Watch this. Pay attention to this. I need you to pay attention. Pay attention to this. Desperate faith pulls us away from visual doubt. <laughs> Hallelujah. Desperate faith pulls us away from visual doubt. So desperate faith pulls us away from visual doubt. So desperate faith pulls us away. A faith born from desperation pulls us away from doubting because of what we can see with our eyes. A faith born from desperation pulls us away from doubting because it's standing right in front of us and it looks hopeless. A desperate faith, a faith born from desperation pulls us to a point where what we see is not the end. How many of y'all ever heard him say it ain't over till it's over? It ain't over till it's over. Now watch this, but watch this, watch this. A desperate faith pulls us away from visual doubt to blind trust, blind faith, blind hope. <laughs> Let me say that again. Desperate faith pulls us away from visual doubt and transports us over to blind trust, blind faith, blind hope, from a God to a God that we can't see. 
In Jairus' case, he could see it. But we can't see it sometimes. We can't see it because we only see what's there. We only see what's in front of us. We only allow, we are, the simple fact is that we allow what's visual and what's being presented to our opticals, our auditory, and our touch. What is that? Our eyes, our ears, and our hands. We allow that to dictate our faith. And that's that that that's common for 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 those that are in the world for before you came to Jesus Christ. But when you have come to Jesus Christ and you have faith in God, then to go by what you see here and touch and smell. You know, I'm, a, I'm reminded of a movie I was watching where the house was on flame and, 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 and the building was burning and, and the smoke looked so thick. I know you can smell it. And, 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 and the child was inside the house. And the child is inside the house. And uh, they finally find a way to get in there and the child is somewhere where the smoke and it's so low that the smoke is over and and then all that the child is saved out of the house. Sometimes it may even smell like it's over, but it's not. But uh, let's move to the next point. The next point is this. Hearing about this, about Jesus and his love, hearing about Jesus. See, so desperate faith pulled him away from the doubters. Right. He pulled him away from his environment because he had to step out because it was something in the spirit, which was God, the spirit of God pulling him to a uh, uh, pulling him to something greater. But out of desperation, he needed to come to a desperate point before he would step out and move according to his faith. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Hearing about Jesus. And his love for his daughter pushed Jairus, the synagogue leader or ruler, to step out on a walk of faith. Let me say that again. Hearing about Jesus and his and his love for his daughter. So Jairus here having heard about Jesus and the love for his daughter, which was the desperation, the, the, the desperate faith moment. Push him to step out on a walk of faith in what seems to be out of desperation. But watch this, watch this, watch this. But really is a drawing of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Spirit. You see, sometimes the Holy Spirit has been pulling on you for some time now. The Holy Spirit has been reaching out through you, reaching out through you. The Holy Spirit has been giving you visions and dreams and talking to you through through family members and relatives. And, and, and we just ignore it until that desperation, that moment of desperation has come. That moment where it's just Lord, 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 Lord. And you have to get away from the things that you know. Get away from where you were raised. Get away from how you were taught. Get away from those who, who doubt. Get away from those who accept the, uh, the unacceptable. Get away from those who want to walk in what they see and believe what's before them. And step out away in faith. In search of God. In search of the very healer. 
in search of one who can when all around you say you can't. So what does that bring us to? The Holy Spirit had pulled on him. The Holy Spirit had pulled on his faith and drawn him to the source of his miraculous breakthrough. Sometimes the Holy Spirit has to pull on the little faith we have in order to draw us to the source of our miraculous breakthrough. Sometimes we have to be pulled out of it, pulled out of the flames, pulled out of death, pulled out of the prison system, pulled out of addiction, pulled out of whoring, pulled out of womanizing, pulled out of abusing women, pulled out of a life that takes us straight to the grave or to the penitentiary, pulled out by God himself. Sometimes God has to come to your town in the form of a man to pull you out of the man you used to be, to pull you out of the woman you used to be, to pull you out of the childishness that you used to walk in by faith. You see, you see, God himself through Jesus Christ is the source of your miraculous breakthrough. God himself can only be found when you separate yourself from the blinding obstacles around you that sometimes masquerade themselves as your friends. Sometimes God has to come to your town in the form of someone or some someone that you love or someone you don't even know. But watch this. Through Jesus Christ, God, he, he leads us to a place. The desperate faith leads us to a place of, watch this, pure humility. Sometimes that faith, that desperate moment of desperation leads us to a place of pure humility. The faith and humility leads us to bow down in the presence of God, giving him all of the problems. In certain other translations, you'll see that when Jairus came to Jesus Christ, when he came to Jesus Christ, let me go to it. I'm going to hit you to it right here. It says at 18, at Matthew 9 and 18, he says, while Jesus was saying that a leader of the Jewish meeting place came and bowed before him to show respect. Sometime, let me say that again. He was a leader of, of the Jewish meeting place that bowed down before him. These were the very same people that had plotted to kill Jesus. He came in an act of desperation and a moment of desperate faith. He came to Jesus in pure humility. Sometimes God waits for us to get to that place. So watch this. He said, in the faith and humility and leads us to bow down in the presence of God and giving him all of the problem and trusting in him to raise our faith from the dead. Let me say that again. 
Sometimes the the desperate faith or the faith born from desperation leads us to a place of pure humility. And that humility leads us to bow down in the presence of God, giving him all the problem and trusting in him to raise our faith from the dead. But how does this work? Sometimes we have to take the little faith that we have, even if it's born from adversity and desperation, and bring it to the feet of the altar of God and allow him to lift that faith from the dead place that it was in to a greater level by giving it to him in humility and watching him move us from faith to faith with a miraculous wonder in our life. Watch this, but how does it go? It works in steps. See, if you go to my YouTube channel, Now the Living Word Ministry, or excuse me, our YouTube channel, Now the Living Word Ministry, you'll see, um, you'll see where, um, you'll see that we have one called, my wife did one called um, The Word. And um, I, I followed that the following week with one called The Word in Action. And in that, you'll see that Jairus, watch this, Jairus did, he showed his faith. In case you were wondering, how do I know he had faith? For one, he was a leader of the Jewish meeting place, which is in their time, a church, which is where they preached the faith and talked about the faith and worshiped God. So he has a faith, but see, he has not enough faith that could raise his daughter from the dead, but he has the faith to come to the God who can. He has the faith to reach out to the ones who can, to step away from the ones who can't and say it's over and to look for the one who says, I can, and it is not what it looks like. Amen. Watch this. These Pay attention to what happens next. He says, while, J, while Jesus was said, saying that, a leader of the Jewish meeting place, this is Jairus, Jairus came and showed him, came and bowed down before him to show respect. Then he said, my daughter just died. Why did you hear that? He stated the scenario to him. My daughter just died. But if you come, but, watch that, but, but, my daughter just died, but, that's faith. My daughter just died, but that's faith. My daughter's laying somewhere in the bed dead, but that's faith. My daughter is not have a pulse, but that's faith. If you come and lay your hand on her, she will live again. If you come lay your hands on her, but my daughter is not breathing. Her chest is not moving up and down, inhaling oxygen and exhaling carbon dioxide, but if you come, lay your hand on her. He didn't say she might live again. She will live again. She will breathe again. She will open her eyes. She will walk again. She will talk again. She will take another step. She will not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. She will grow to give me grandchildren. She will. She will. Now, the next step, watch what happens next. So Jesus got up 
and he and he and his disciples went with the man. See, sometimes you have to come in in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a moment of desperate faith or in a faith of desperation, uh, born from adversity and desperation. You move with humility. You bow down and you submit to God. You give it to God and you say, I can't do it. You say you, you, you pay your respects to him and you tell him the problem. And but you let him know he's the solution. But. You hold him to his word and know that he will he, he is he is able to do it. But you, and then and more than just that, you let him know out of your mouth in the presence of the enemies you can't see and can't see that you know he can bring your dead situation back to life. And guess what happens after that? Then you'll see God move for you. At 19, it says, so Jesus got up. <laughs> he got up and he went with Jairus. He got up and went with him. God moved with him, but God didn't just move. He brought his entourage. So when God moves, here come the angels. When God moves, here comes the help. When God moves, here comes the prayer warriors. When God moves, here comes the congregation. When God moves, here comes your brothers and sisters in Christ. When God moves, he doesn't move on his own. Sometimes we just have to give it to God. Trust God, submit to God, and allow God to work in our lives. And God will move. So real quick though, I'm, I'm, let's, get, let's get into this. So watch this. So one, it takes steps. First of all, we notice right here, Jairus' words confirmed his faith. His words confirmed his faith. Two. Well, I mean, his words confirmed his faith. What was his words? My daughter is dead. My daughter died. He stated what he could see. But here's his faith. But if you come and lay your hands on her, she will live again. So watch this. Sometimes when we come to God, we have to confirm our faith through our actions. But we have to submit to God first. If you notice, the second step is Jairus bowed down to God. Now, I want you to know to Jesus Christ, bowing down is symbolic to submission and prayer. It's, it's symbolic to submission and prayer and respect and reverence. So bowing down is symbolic to submission, reverence, which is a deep respect, respect and prayer. And then what did, what did we do before God? Next, we state the problem. J.R. stated the problem. My daughter just died. But we must, our words and actions must match my faith. So my words and my actions must match our faith. Your words and your actions must match your faith. Our words and our actions must match our faith. Next, what happens? Jairus states, Jairus has stated the problem, but then he follows the problem with the faith 
field declaration and solution. Let me say that again. He follows the problem with the faith field, faith full, the faith encouraging, the faith built, the faith building, the faith moving, the faith enacting, the faith full declaration and solution. But if you come and lay your hands on her, she shall live. But if you come and lay your hands on her, she gonna get up. But if you come and lay your hands on her, she will live. But if you come and lay your hands on her, her heart gonna beat again. But if you come and lay your hands on her, she will breathe again and, 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 and inhale oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. If you come and lay your hands on her, she will live. His faith alone sustained his daughter for Jesus, God in the flesh, to solidify the ruler's faith. Watch this. To solidify the ruler's faith, belief, and trust, while at the same time shining a bright light on his family's co-workers and servants' unbelief lack of trust and faith and simultaneously proving God's power over the very clutches of death itself. And I know you're probably like, what do you mean? Why? Well, what was the, where was it at? Where was the, uh, where was the doubt? What are you talking about? What doubt? I don't, I don't get it. Well, see, the other part of the story says that Jesus comes there and as he gets there, he arrives and they're playing the funeral music and, 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 and they pretty much then sent the girl off before she was in the tomb. And, and, um, Jesus said, well, wait, 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 what y'all doing all this for? Why y'all wailing and crying and making all this noise? She not dead. She just sleep. And they laughed and made fun of him to the point where they had to put them out. Jesus had everybody put out the house. Jesus said, oh, y'all got to go. Uh-uh, I can't work in this environment of, uh, of doubt and unbelief. I can't work right here. Everybody got to go. Everybody has to go. But Jairus, his faith, let me say this again, his faith alone, the only one who had the faith, you don't even hear him saying his wife had faith. His faith alone sustained his daughter for Jesus, God in the flesh, to solidify the ruler's faith, belief. Or solidify means to show, to prove, to confirm the ruler's faith, his belief and trust, while at the same time shining a bright light on his family's co-workers, servants, all those who seemed to be there moaning with him, but were moaning a lack of faith, trust, and at the same time, proving God's power over the very clutches of death itself. You see, sometimes in order to get the dying stench of death out of the room of our lives, we simply need a change in the company we keep. 
We simply need to change those around us. We simply need to move away from those who hold us back. Eliminating from our immediate surroundings the faithless doubters, naysayers, and non-believing cinder blocks chained around our ankles in the form of friends, family, and associates who lack the faith we have in God. We have to get away from those who hold on with an effort to pull us down in the rivers of doubt, to pull us down and to sink us in fear, to pull us down and sink us in anxiety, to pull us down and pull us away from our faith and trust that God can do all things. You see, in true biological testimony, Viewed by many witnesses, it took the faith and the hope of one. It took the faith and the trust of one. It took the faith and the hope of one. It took the faith and the praise and the and the and the um and the hard effort of belief and walking out. To go the extra mile of faith, humbly submitting and bowing down to God. To entrust as God takes us from faith to faith, the Holy Ghost will send the angels in as the right hand, as our faith draws or pulls closer to Jesus Christ. We will slowly or quickly evict all those who have accepted the death of optimism, trust, and faith in God in their lives from the emergency rooms of our daily walk with Christ as led by the Holy Spirit. All Jesus needed was one to believe in action. All Jesus needed was one to believe in his word. All Jesus needed was one to believe and to step out in humility, to walk away by faith without concern of the thoughts of others, yet willing to submit to the presence of, in the presence, willing to submit to the presence of God and Jesus Christ and willing to submit in the presence of all and bow down and flat itself and prostrate itself before God the Father. Sometimes that's all God needs for us to do is to be willing to walk away and to step out on faith without concern or the thoughts of others around us, willing to submit in the presence of God and willing to submit in the presence of all and say, Father, my life is dead. Father, my life is dead. Father, my existence is dead. Father, I can't change this situation. This situation is dead. But if you'll put your hand on it. But if you'll lay your hands on my life. 
but if you will breathe your spirit into me, into my life, if you will lay your hands on my situation, if you will lay your hands on my job, if you will lay your hands on my sister or brother in ICU, if you will lay your hands in my marriage, if you will lay your hands on my relationship with my children, if you will lay your hands on my relationship with my leader, if you will lay your hands with my earthly leader, if you will lay your hands on it, in it, and around it, it will live. It will live. It will live it will live Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. Um, I just wanted to welcome you back. This is Apostle Shepherd Faith Morris. <clears throat> and right now what we want to do is um, do a call to repentance. You know, um, in this day and hour, it's good to understand that that not only did God love you enough to come down and 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 to uh, become a man to save us from ourselves, uh, but He loved you so much that He endured so much. He endured being called a demon. He endured uh, being beat, being punched. He endured being nailed to a crucifix and hung on in front of the world as an embarrassment. He endured everything uh, as he lived. He endured everything that you and I went through. He I mean, when I say endure, he, he was tempted, should I say. He, he was tempted with everything you and I were tempted with and are tempted with today, but he didn't sin, which is why death couldn't hold him, which is why he was able to arise from death. Um, and so... He loved you so much that he did that for you. And he didn't just do it for you. He did it for every person in the world. Um, but the thing is, it has to be something that we accept willingly, that we walk into, uh, that we come to God for. And so... This is that time that we offer and extend to you a call of repentance. The time where we extend to you to come to the altar and to a chance to give your life to Jesus Christ and to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior and to, and to allow him to come and make his living place within you again like he was, like it was before in the beginning. Um, as 
and to work with you because that's what happens here. A lot of, of us don't explain that from the moment you receive salvation, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit rather, Jesus Christ in the form of the Holy Spirit comes within you and lives within you and works with your spirit and works against the things that you've been trying to quit, that you've been trying to give up and works against the urgence of to do all the things that are bad and that that cause you to stay in the place that you are. And some, and in most cases, pulls you far low into a far place, to death, to jail, to bondage, to, to being locked into alcoholism and drug addiction, to depression, sometimes suicide, anxiety, and things of that nature. But the Holy Spirit gives you strength. It gives you hope. It gives you life. It helps you to stand strong against these things. And so, right now, what I, 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 I if you listen to the word and the word and you felt that, you felt the sensation, you felt a moving and a stirring up inside you, you felt chills or goosebumps or something that you just knew what you heard was right. And it made you. It, it made you want to change. And you felt that urge or a sense of urgency to change. Then now's the time, brother. Now's the time, sister. Now's the time. That's God. That means God is talking to you. God is pulling on your Holy Spirit. God is showing you his love. You could feel the love of God, the love of Christ. Then I want to offer you the hand of salvation and all you have to do is repent the bible tells us that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that jesus christ is lord and that he is the son of god and that he rose from the dead on the third day and gave his life for you and i so that we could have eternal life and salvation if we accept him as the lord of our life that we will be free. We will go from eternal suffering to eternal paradise. And if you felt that stirring up and you want salvation, just repeat after me. Father, I confess that I am a sinner. I confess that I can no longer and never have been able to do it on my own. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe he rose on the third day Thereby, def thereby defeating death. Lord, I make you the Lord of my life, Jesus Christ. I invite you in to my heart and I make you Lord over my life. And I accept you from this day forth as my 
Lord, my God, my Savior, and my salvation. These things I accept and claim in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Give yourself a hand praise. Give yourself a hand praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory be to God. Glory. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that for every person that repents, every sinner that repents and turns away from the world, turns from darkness to light, turns from death to salvation, that the angels are partying. They rejoice in heaven and God rejoices with them. So right now the angels are partying and rejoicing in heaven that you are now a son of God, that you have been brought back home and returned and restored to your rightful place in him. And remember, the Bible tells you you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. But also, that God is with you. And if he be for you, no one can stand against you. And that the gates of hell will not prevail against you. So with that being said, we here and now in the Living Word Ministries want you to know that God loves you. His son came and died to show we love you. The Holy Spirit that now lives within you, especially if you said the prayer of salvation and repentance, loves you. And we hear it now, the Living Word Ministries. We love you. We really do. From all our hearts. And there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. We're going to love you anyway. All glory be to God. Signing off. For myself, Apostle Shepherd Faith Morris, my wife, Apostolic Prophetess Evangelist Ilona Price Morris, and my beautiful daughter, Youth Pastor Evangelist Prophetess Niel Price Milliner Morris. We are now in the Living Word Ministry. We love you. So now, may the peace of God go with you. May his hand ride with you and cover you as a shield. May it be your umbrella and when the enemy is raining down trials and tribulations. May it be your shield on all sides to protect you and guide you from the fiery darts, from the tricks, traps, and snares of the enemy. And it be your foundation that keeps you solid and rooted in the word of God as your roots stretch through the foundation into the soil into the rivers of living water so that when anything happens you will not be shaken or stern but your faith will be in Jesus Christ that you are protected you are covered you are anointed and you are the apple of his eye and that nothing shall harm you or overtake you though you pass through any deep waters that you will not drown when you pass through the fires you will not be burned but you will be protected by the word of God these things we declare decree in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All glory be to God.
walking with the Lord, the Bible in my sword Cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar I'm ready for the war, he won't be me no more In Christ I got the victory, it's over for the boy Standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear it I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric When he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus name I'm running with his tail tucked, can't you see I change? Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible, he gave many inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me Yeah, And here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth well back then, if only I knew Would you over and store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey, I'd rather be feeble than the camel Try to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people, he can't part with his possessions, then the Lord ain't gonna believe Hey, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing, Lord is so amazing True author of the Bible, God is amazing, Lord is so amazing The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with him in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps with gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up, you'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness, crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain with no ending Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible, gave many inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me